The Money Pit is presented by Lumber Liquidators, Isonine, Pergo, Home Advisor, and Spray and Forget. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And what are you working on this beautiful weekend? If it's your house, you're in exactly the right place because, heck, that's what we do, too. We're always fixing up our homes. So if you need help to take your home from money pit to home to castle, you're in exactly the right place. But pick up the phone and help yourself first. We'd love to talk with you. The number is one 888 Or if you're a little bit shy, that's okay. You can post your question online to the Money Pit's website at moneypit.com. Coming up this hour, the average home loses more energy from drafts than just about any other source. So we're going to help you track down those sneaky leaks that send your energy dollars right out the door or the window. And also ahead, if there's one improvement that you can do right now that's going to deliver an excellent return on investment, all while making you more comfortable, it's insulation. We're going to have insight on a high-tech insulation that can both stop drafts and reduce heating costs all at the same time. Plus, we've got some quick, easy, and inexpensive projects to add value to your home instantly. And here's a hint. Curb appeal is key. We're going to talk about what buyers love and how to give them what they want so you can sell your house for the highest possible price. But most importantly, we want to talk to you. Give us a call now at 888-MONEY-PIT for the answer to your home improvement question. Plus, this hour, we're giving away a nice package from Spray and Forget, Pretty much our favorite way to rid your home of mold, mildew, algae, and moss. You'll get plenty to clean your entire house and more. Going out to one lucky caller, drawn at random, make that you. The number again is 888-MONEY-PIT. All right, next up we've got Ray in Minnesota who's working on a decking project. How can we help you? Um, Yeah, I just bought a house and it was built in 2008 and I have a big wraparound porch and it looks like it's never been really maintained since they built it. And so, you know, especially with the Minnesota winters up here and the weather, looking to seal it, but not really sure what to use. And also, you know, not really wanting to have to do it every single year, you know. So just wanted to get some advice about what I could do. So is the porch flooring uh, a finished floor or is it like a deck, like pressure treated? It pressure treated wood. It's a deck. And is there anything on it currently? Uh, no. So what you can do is you could apply a solid color deck stain to that. Okay. And a solid color stain is going to last longer than a semi-transparent or, or certainly a transparent stain. But you use a deck stain because deck stains also have some durability to them. Yeah, the benefit of the solid color stain is that because it's a stain, it's actually going to penetrate the surface of the wood. So the color will actually get into the lumber itself. And then a solid stain obviously has more pigment to it. So given the fact that your deck has had nothing on it for however many years, it probably looks a little worn in places and maybe worse for the wear. So a solid stain is going to sort of cover all of that up while giving you some color and still act as a stain since that's what it is. And you'll generally, if you apply it correctly, you're going to get about five years on horizontal surfaces and, you know, about seven years on vertical. It really depends on the weather conditions, the application, how you prep it. Is the wood totally dried out when you're putting it on? But a solid stain is probably the best bet. Okay, okay. I had one question about it. I've seen some commercials for some new products that uh, that are more kind of like concrete-based 
almost like a more of a, a paint type thing. What about those? Are those good, or would you recommend using something like that? Or don't don't do it. I think you're talking about the the, the products that are like liquid siding and things of that nature. If you were going to consider a product like that, I would Google the name of that product and the word complaints because we've seen a lot of complaints about those products that. Uh, claim to you know encapsulate the surfaces that they're applied to just not working very well i would stick with the basics a good quality solid color stain uh from a good manufacturer is going to last a long time and you certainly won't be doing it every year okay great well i really appreciate the information and the help thank you again for taking my call all right now we've got lynn in colorado who's got a tricky leaky shower let's see if we can help her find it i had a plumber come out once and he said the pipe and the bottom where it comes out of the shower doesn't always hook up right, so he siliconed it, and it didn't leak. But now, once in a while, it's leaking again. Of course, it's upstairs, so I see it on a ceiling. And I'm wondering, is there some kind of a liner you can put down the pipe like they do for sewage lines that go out? Are you talking about the supply pipes, or are you talking about the shower stall? I'm talking about the stall, the uh, drain pipe. Do you have a, is it a tile shower pan, or is it a uh, like a plastic shower? Yeah, it's one of the insert ones. Those pans can develop cracks in them, and you have to figure out where that crack is. One way to try to figure out uh, at least how high on the pan the crack is is if you block the drain of the pan and fill it up with water and see if it leaks. If it doesn't leak, then the pan's fine. The next thing you have to do is move up with your sort of uh, analysis, and now you're going to get into the seams of it. If you've got existing caulk, what I would recommend as a first step is to remove that caulk using caulk softener, and that will allow you to strip out everything that's there and start clean with some new good quality bathroom caulk that's got a mildicide uh, built into it. And I would just caulk very carefully every single seam and also around uh, all the pipes and the faucets and the fixtures where they come through. Because sometimes you get direct leaks where water fills up in the pan and leaks. And a lot of times, though, with showers, you'll get leaks when the water bounces off your body, hits one of those seams, works its way in behind the wall and down. So I would take out the existing caulk, re-caulk it, and check the shower pan for leaks. And somewhere in that analysis, you'll probably figure out what's going on. Okay. All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. We'd love to take your call right now at 888 Money Pit, presented by Home Advisor. These guys make it fast and easy to find top rated home pros you can trust for any home project. And if you're a service pro looking to grow your business and connect with project ready homeowners, HomeAdvisor.com is the perfect place to do just that. Just ahead, you've sealed all the leaks and caulked all the gaps, so why are you still feeling a draft? We're going to help you find your home's hidden heat loss culprits after this. You live in a body pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring, we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. 
And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where you'll get the answer to your home improvement question. And this hour, we're giving away a spray and forget house and deck cleaner package. It includes the hose and sprayer. Now, spray and forget is pretty much our favorite way to get rid of mold, mildew, moss, and algae because it's a no-rinse, no-scrub outdoor cleaner that's environmentally friendly. If you'd like to learn more, go to sprayandforget.com, but pick up the phone right now and call us at 888-MONEYPIT or post your question online at moneypit.com for your chance to win. Yeah, I like things that do the work for me. I'm just saying. Absolutely. (laughs) Tim in Virginia is dealing with some stuck windows. Tell us what's going on. I run into an issue a lot of times with some of the older homes that I have with the windows. For some reason, they are painted shut uh, or nailed shut. But I'd like to know how I can resolve that, as well as some of these windows being dual-pane windows with condensation already in them. Uh, next to replacing them, what can I do to resolve that problem? All right, two separate issues. First of all, I presume we're talking about old wood windows being painted shut. Is that correct? That is correct. You're going to need three things. You're going to need a putty knife, a wood block, and a hammer. Here's what you do. First of all, you take the putty knife and you run it in between the wood window sash and the frame all the way around as many places as you can. Wherever you can get that in there, wiggle it in there, that will free it up. And you take the block of wood... And from the inside, you put it on top of the sash, and you take the hammer and you take a make a quick wrap where you're actually driving the window down as if you're trying to close it more. Do that on both sides, on both ends. And what that quick wrap does is it tends to break the paint seam that's sticking it to the sides. So if you run the putty knife around and you take the block of wood, give it a quick wrap downward, that should free up the bottom sash. A lot of people try to get their hands under the window and like push up. That tends to pull the wood frame of the window apart. But if you give it a shot down, which is somewhat counterintuitive, uh, that works very well. Now, as far as the, the windows that you're dealing with that are thermal pane and the seals are failed, can't do anything about that. When they're failed, they're failed. And those windows would have to be replaced if you want them to be clear again. I will certainly um, put that to use uh, probably within the next week or so with the new unit that I just purchased. Thank you so very much. You're welcome, Tim. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Now we've got Rivella on the line who wants to talk about painting furniture. How can we help you today? We just bought some, you know, outdoor furniture, and we were sorted it by adding some spray paint to it. But it already started to chip, and it's the outdoor spray paint. So before I paint it again, and it's the winter months coming I don't know if it would be best just to, like, what would be the best way to protect the furniture from the winter from it chipping even more? Hmm. All right. So you've already painted it, and it's just not holding up. Are you, where are you located? Uh, Pittsburgh. 
Okay, so you're going to get a colder winter. Um, are you able to store the furniture in a garage, or do you have to store it outside? It has to be outside. There's not enough room in the garage, unfortunately. Okay, so if you can stack them or get them sort of clustered together, I would just put them, you know, with a furniture cover over them just to sort of help keep them from snow and ice and water just sitting on it all winter long. And then once the weather does warm up, I would sort of give them a good, you know, wire brush to sort of get away whatever's chipping and cracking and then lightly sand or sand as much as you're going to need to to sort of even out those edges between the chipped pieces and the raw metal and then once you get it to a nice feel um, Krylon actually has a great spray paint it's called the dual Superbond paint and primer so it's all in one product and when it goes on it really bonds to those hard to adhere to surfaces it works really well on metal even plastics and it comes in a lot of fun colors which is what i always find challenging when you're dealing with you know spray paints and we've had great results with it okay yeah i'll definitely get that brand to try maybe it's a brand i'm using who knows good luck with that project thanks so much for calling us at 888 money pit well you've sealed all the leaks caulked all the gaps and weather strip like crazy so why are you still feeling a cold draft well, those hidden heat loss culprits in your home are at work. And they're at places perhaps you didn't even think to look, like recessed lighting or outside wall outlets or even your chimney. Yeah, those are pretty tricky places. Now, you guys can seal up those leaks in those sneaky places, but you have to play leak detective, and then you have to tackle those leaks one at a time. For example, you can install outlet gaskets in outlets that are on the outside walls. You can also seal recessed lighting with spray foam insulation that comes right in a can. And dryer vents, they can also be a leak source as well as a whole house fan and your attic stairs. And there are covers available for all of these leaky locations, but you kind of have to go one by one and see what's in your house. Now, if you really want a cool way to find out where every single leak is in the house, there's a test called a blower door test. Now, this has to be done by an energy auditor, but basically how it works is they essentially blow air into your house or draw it out of your house. And in doing so, they can pinpoint the exact location of every single leak. And they can find the really big ones that need to be fixed first and second and so on. So there are lots of ways to figure out why you're feeling that draft. Just start going after them and you will be a heck of a lot more comfortable. Mark in West Virginia is on the line with a roofing question. How can we help you today? I was just wondering if I could put a a metal roof over top a, a shingle roof without removing the shingle roof. Well, you can, but why do you want to do that, Mark? It's kind of sloppy. I, I just, I've never worked with metal. I didn't know if, you know, if you could do it that way. Because you can shingle over, I know, you know, asphalt shingles, you could put another a layer over top of it. Just getting rid of them, the, the hassle of getting rid of them at a landfill. Technically, you can, but I, I just think it's going to be a neater, cleaner, more professional job if you take off the asphalt shingles and they're not that hard to remove. Yeah, and, and you know, you don't know how many layers are underneath your existing roof. Plus, I mean, I don't know really, but I'm imagining that a metal roof is going to have some weight to it. And, you know, why put that extra stress on the structure? And it's a lifetime roof. You know, you're looking at 50 years on a metal roof. So how about cutting it? Any special tools? Do you have any idea? Yeah, I mean, it's all done with shears. And yeah. you can, you know, you can use hand shears and you can use power shears. But, you know, when you work with that stuff all the time, you have the tools that you need to do that. But uh, that's what you're going to have to cut it with. Hey, well, thanks. Thank you for the info, and I, I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
Next up, we've got Pat in Georgia who needs some help with a cleaning project. What's going on? I have granite countertops, and I am wondering if there is an advantage to using the store-bought cleaners versus a homemade cleaner, and what would that homemade cleaner be? So I guess you don't have a recipe for homemade cleaner. Is that what you're saying? No, I don't. If you happen to run across one that you like, tell us about it, because I've not found one. But I will say that the commercial cleaners are usually very well developed and are designed to give you a longer-term protection than you could probably get at anything that you could mix up on your own countertop. There's a website called stonecare.com that specializes in these types of products, and uh, our listeners have always had good success with them. So I would take a look at that website. But, you know, the the thing about granite tops is a lot of folks buy them and think, well, it's stone. I'm not going to have to do much work to the top. But the truth is, it's a lot of work, isn't it, Pat? It very certainly is. It really is. And if you don't stay on top of it, it gets pretty nasty looking. So you are going to have to invest in some regular cleaning. And I would just buy a good quality product from a good brand manufacturer and just accept it as reality, okay? Thank you so very much. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Now we've got Ralph in Missouri who's working on a ceiling project. Tell us what's going on. There's two rooms upstairs. And the one one side I've uh, changed into a bedroom and put a bathroom up there. The other one I'd like to take the existing ceiling out and put a cathedral ceiling in. I just want to open the room up. The ceilings are kind of low now. Somebody's put suspended ceilings in there, which... Um, Made it even lower. <laughs> well, yeah, and you know it's got the old tongue and or uh, lab and plaster walls and ceilings and all that. So I guess they didn't want to go to the mess. So what do you do? You just stick up a suspended ceiling. But anyway, I'd like to take um, the existing um, ceiling joists out and uh, maybe not use the, you know, the rafters for the, uh, for the cathedral ceiling, but add, add some new rafters that kind of follow the outline of the roof line. But I just want to make sure that if I pull these joists or ceiling joists out of here, that um, the house isn't going to fall down. You know what I mean? The walls aren't going to bow out and fall out on me. Well, the house may not fall down, but the roof might collapse. That's not any better. You see, look, if you've got a very high-pitched roof like that, and that roof is uh, resting on the top plate of the exterior wall, and you take the ceiling joists away, those serve the purpose of tying those exterior walls into the rest of the house. Now, that doesn't mean you can't do it, but you just can't do it without re- somehow replacing that uh, structural element. I would recommend that you not do this yourself, that you get help from an architect to design this because it's a little more complicated than what you might think. It's easy to cut stuff away. It's not so easy to put it back together in the right way. And when it comes to this kind of modification, it's got to be done just right. There's other issues, too. Now, you're going you're gonna to have to make sure that this cathedral ceiling is properly ventilated and properly insulated, and that's going to take some work. Otherwise, you're going to add a, uh, an energy-leaking hassle to, uh, to your home that, that won't bode well. And you might want to think about adding some additional lighting, like, uh, like a skylight or something of that nature. So it's a project that can be done, but it's a little more complicated than meets the eye. I would get some professional design help on this. Uh, not and not just uh, get out the old sawzall and cut start cutting things out. <laughs> okay, 
Okay. Yeah, well, that's, that's uh, good advice. All right, Ralph, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Just ahead, before the winter really sets in, we've got a tip on the single best way to cut energy costs and improve the comfort in your home. We're going to share that after this. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by ADT, the security leader for over 140 years. Trust ADT to protect your home, family, and all you care about. At ADT, we know your security is only as strong as the people who are backing you up. For 24-7 monitoring and peace of mind, visit ADT.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Post your question to us right now in the Money Pit community page at moneypit.com or call us at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by HomeAdvisor. Hey, are you thinking about new flooring for your kitchen or bath and you don't want to do it yourself? Well, that's okay. HomeAdvisor will instantly match you with the right pro for that job and many more for free. Hey, you got to love free. And you want to know what's almost as good as free? Making a new look in a room in your home that you're in all the time for a very little amount of money. Now, here's an easy makeover that can be done in minutes. I'm talking about knobs, pulls, handles. They are fun and they are inexpensive. And it's a great way to add new life to any old cabinetry, furniture, you name it. There are probably a bajillion doors and drawers in your house that could use some new hardware. And there are truly thousands of shapes, styles, and sizes. So don't be afraid to mix and match. It's really an easy, hands-on, one-day project. Darlene in Arkansas, you've got the money, but how can we help you today? Well, we heat our house with wood. And our fireplace 
bricks are real cream, light cream colored, and they're very roughly textured. Uh, my question is, the soot, you know, above the fireplace doors, uh, soot gets in the brick and embedded in there, and I've tried to scrub it out with everything I can think of other than muriatic acid, and I know I can't use that in the house. Do you have any suggestions? Have you tried TSP, which stands for trisodium phosphate, and it's sort of like a cleaning prep step when you've got, you know, some some really sticky stuff that won't come off? Yeah, uh, I think I did some time back, but maybe I should use a stronger uh, solution instead of, you know, it, it says not to use it the way it comes out of the bottle. Well, what you can do with TSP is it, it comes in a powder format, and it's um, available in the clean, well, in the painting aisle generally of the home stores. Uh-huh. And um, I would just mix it up so that it's more of a paste than a liquid and apply it that way and let it sit there and give it some time to do its job. All right. That sounds great. All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Now, if your home is expensive to heat or cool, or if it's constantly drafty, now is absolutely the best time to think about improving your home's weather stripping. This is a project that I took on just a couple of years ago from my very drafty 1886 farmhouse, and I did it with isonine spray foam insulation. I got to tell you, it's never been more comfortable or energy efficient in its, what, 130-something year history. Yeah, and you know, the great thing about isonine spray foam is that it's kind of a two-in-one product because it both insulates and then it seals out the drafts, which really, Tom, is probably why you feel so much more comfortable. I think so. And Isonine now has a new version that's called Isonine Classic Max. It's a high-performance, ultra-low VOC, open-cell version, and it's the only open-cell foam to have earned a Green Guard Gold certification, which is a pretty rigorous third-party testing of chemical emissions from the product. Yeah, and they really mean business. Now, when you think about it, most other spray foam products out there will require homeowners to stay out of their home for 24 hours after the installation of the insulation. But because this product has such an ultra-low VOC emission, homeowners can re-enter their home just two hours after the installation is complete. I mean, that really sets a lot. And really between the air sealing and the insulation, homeowners can expect to save up to about 40% on their heating and cooling bills with Isonine Classic Max. Isonine is really the evolution of insulation. Learn more at isonine.com. I-C-Y-N-E-N-E.com. Chuck in Rhode Island needs some help cleaning something. What's going on at your money pit? How would you suggest I go about removing blood stains from carpeting? Well, I'm assuming since you're calling in, it's nothing that we want to hide or cover up, correct? No, no. Oh, no, 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 no. All right. They, have they been down there a long time? Yeah, about six months. All right. So there's a couple of different things that you can try, one of which is to make a paste out of salt. And so you take a bowl of cold water and you put enough salt in to make a bit of a paste. And then you apply that to the carpet, let it sit a bit, brush it in with like a small brush, like a small old hairbrush or a toothbrush, and see if it starts to lift the stains away. Uh, You can dab it with water to kind of thin out the salt. Then after it dries, you can vacuum it, and that will pull all the rest of the salt off of it. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So that's one way to do it. The other way to do it is to try to make a mixture of hydrogen peroxide up in water. This hydrogen peroxide will also clean up blood. I always say to try this, though, in an area that's inconspicuous because it also has somewhat of a bleaching effect. We don't want to have you bleach out the the carpet. So you can try it in a corner, under furniture, in a closet, wherever 
you know, wherever you have a less visible area. What ratio of the peroxide to water? Well, no, actually, you can just put the peroxide on without water. Just put like 3% hydrogen peroxide. Okay, I'll try those those items and see what happens. All right, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Still ahead, getting your home ready to sell is no small feat, but we can help you figure out what buyers are looking for. We're going to tell you three simple things that you can do now to increase your home's value instantly next. You live in a money pit. The Money Fit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Find top-rated home pros you can trust. And if you're a service pro looking to grow your business and connect with project-ready homeowners, check out HomeAdvisor.com. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We would love to take your fall fix-up questions at 888-MONEYPIT or post them online at moneypit.com. Presented by Home Advisor. Get instantly matched with top-rated pros for any home project and book appointments online for free at homeadvisor.com. Now we've got Joanne in Illinois who's working on a kitchen cleaning project. Tell us what you're working on. I have uh, lovely Quaker-made kitchen cabinets. They've been in, oh my, I suppose 35 years. Uh, They're really good shape, but the only thing I'd like to ask you is, you know, where you go to pull the, to open them, it seems like there gets to be accumulation of grease or oil or whatever, and I'd like to know what is the best thing to use to wash them down. Have you tried an orange-based cleaner, like an orange glow? That is would be just a straight cleaner. It's nothing you mix with water or anything. Nope. It's just a straight cleaner, and I find that it's really good at degreasing and de-sticking a lot of buildup. You know, when we took the um, protective bumpers off of our very pointy wood coffee table, you know, when Henry got a little bigger... The, the sticky stuff just left like the worst residue across my amazing apothecary table. And nothing I could use was getting off like this residue. And Orange Glow really did the trick. I was very surprised at how quickly it just melted the tape extract and all of that adhesive. And I use it on my kitchen cabinets. You know, I, I use it pretty much on all my wood surfaces. And I find it really does a good job. Okay, I really enjoy your program. Thank you so much, Joanne. Good luck with that project. And thank you for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, if you're planning to put your home on the market, getting it ready to sell is no small task. But there are a few quick and relatively inexpensive projects you can do that will add value immediately. And they're going to resonate well with potential buyers, which makes your home a lot more attractive than those you're competing with. Yeah. First up, I think carb appeal is still the easiest, least expensive and fastest way that you can increase the value of your home. Landscaping can cost as little as a few hundred dollars, but it really makes a lasting impression that's going to increase your home's value by thousands. You want to go for plants that add color. You want ones that complement your house because people really do react to color emotionally and they're going to fall head over heels with your home just because you've made the garden front look lovely. Next, think about your front door. If you can replace it, that makes a huge impact as well. And if you go with fiberglass, I mean, you can talk up the energy efficiency angle to potential buyers too. And also I think, you know, you're not going to have to refinish it. You don't have to worry about painting it or staining it again. They look beautiful and they last forever. And lastly, you want to give buyers a place to put their stuff as soon as they move in. So adding some storage shelves to the garage, the basement, or the closets, that could make, definitely make your home look bigger and perhaps a little less cluttered. 
But you got to remember this. I mean, this is really the most important thing when you're trying to get your house ready to sell and you're trying to figure out how to stage it properly. People that buy houses are usually moving from one that's too small. So if you show them how roomy and organized your house can be, that will make a really great first impression. So get to it. And we're here to get to your calls at 888-MONEY-PIT. Give us a call right now for the answer to your home improvement question at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. Brian in Kentucky is on the line and working on a Tudor, which is my favorite kind of home. What can we help you with? I have bought an old 1979 English Tudor home. It's about 2,700 square feet, and it's down in Seymour, Tennessee. And um, it has got brick on the first floor, and the upper floor has the English Tudor style, but it's been made out of plywood, and it looks like it's textured plywood with raised one-by-two-inch strips on it. Um, The house has never been touched. Uh, and it's a good money pit. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm going to be taking the stripping off of it, and I'm going to be probably caulking between the joints of the plywood and replacing uh, whatever existing plywood is rotted uh, with uh, OVC marine board um, and then siliconing everything. Um, I'm going to, I want to put stucco or drive it over top of that existing plywood. And I'm leaning towards the drive it because of the styrofoam, which will be an insulation factor. But I don't know the pros and cons of uh, original stucco or the drive it and the cost factor. All right. First of all, I'm very familiar with the design house you have. And yes, it's attractive. Unfortunately, it's really bad in terms of weather resistance because usually they use what they'll use for the what you're calling the plywood siding is a composite type of material that looks a little bit exactly. like supposed to look a little bit like concrete or look like stucco uh, but but it's not and and it's a composite siding that really does not stand up very well and if it's not been touched since 1979 okay. then it probably all needs to be replaced if you're trying to decide between using real stucco or it's actually called drivet and it's a brand name for ifs which is exterior insulated foam siding eifs um, I would tell you that you should stay away, stay away from the foam siding. All you need to do is Google search that stuff, and you're going to find huge problems. There's been a lot of complaints over the years, and uh, as a friend of mine once said to me, who's a structural engineer, he said that product was leaking on the drawing board. <laughs> and it hasn't stopped since. Okay. Now, they made a lot of changes to it, and you know some people said they're happy with it. If you live in a wet climate... I wouldn't use it. If you live, if you, it's, I think it's good on commercial buildings and masonry buildings because they don't have the decay factors, but I would absolutely stay away from the exterior insulated foam siding, um, for, uh, for a residential home. I think you're going to end up, Brian, taking all of that uh, plywood off and then you're going to have to decide what you want to replace it with. If you're going to go with real masonry siding, real masonry stucco, I think that's a wise choice. I think that's a choice that will last a lifetime and, and, and give your house a proper English tutor. You know, English tutors last forever because they're built to last forever. But when we make the fake English tutors with the composite uh, siding and, and the furring strips, uh, you're lucky that it lasted the 30-plus years that it has. Now, would you go with, like, the, the marine board, like I was talking about, and then put the tie back around that, or or the tar paper, or... Well, what you're going to end up doing is you're going you're gonna to have a she- you're gonna have a plywood sheathing, so you're going to take everything off, examine the interior, make sure there's no rot in the studs. You're going to add a plywood sheathing. You're going to add building paper. You're going to add uh, metal um, uh, woven 
metal wire and you're going to put the, the, the stucco right on top of that. Of course, I mean, really, your mason's going to do this, but that's essentially the process. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. I, I appreciate your time. You're welcome, Brian. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Coming up, we're going to share some tips on a new design trend that you can totally customize when it comes to flooring after this. You live in a money pit. The Money Pit is presented by ADT, the security leader for over 140 years. Trust ADT to protect your home, family, and all you care about. At ADT, we know your security is only as strong as the people who are backing you up. For 24-7 monitoring and peace of mind, visit ADT.com. Where home solutions live, welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Standing by for your calls at 888-MONEY-PIT or post your questions online at moneypit.com. And the Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor, where you can find top-rated home pros you can trust. And for local pros who want to grow their business, HomeAdvisor is the easy way to get connected with project-ready homeowners. Barbara from Indiana has posted a question in the Money Pit's community page, and she says, I have a fan in the -the over-the-stove microwave, and it does not vent to the outside. Should it be? Well, Leslie, we see these a lot, and I say, heck yeah. Who wants I mean, to recir- recirculate that warm, greasy, steamy air that comes off uh, that comes off the cooking range, right? I mean, that is true, and that's the dangerous side of it, because you're getting that greasy air that comes back in throughout the house. Your cabinets are going to feel more sticky. You're going to have to clean a lot more. The odors are going to stick around a lot longer in the kitchen space. So... If you can, and sometimes you just can't just because of the location of the oven, stove, whatever in your kitchen, it's just more difficult to vent outside. But if you can, you absolutely should. Good advice. And I think the other thing that you should consider is that all of those over-the-stove microwaves, they all have filters in them. All of those things that are using to clean the air, whichever kind you have, make sure you clean or change that filter as often as you're supposed to. It's fairly easy to do. Just make sure you follow your manufacturer's directions. Well, floors make up the largest horizontal surface in your home, so why not put that real estate to good use with a beautifully designed floor? Leslie has some ideas in today's flooring design tip presented by Pergo Outlast. Leslie? You know, when it comes to flooring, people used to really have a fairly simple choice when it came to that design aspect in your home. You know, you most likely stuck with what was there, or maybe you refinished it just to get a fresher look in the space. A lot of times carpeting was a much more simple and sometimes less expensive option, but it wasn't really until recently that flooring had become more affordable, more durable, and then it became this thoughtful design choice. Now, laminate flooring in particular has allowed homeowners to have so many wood styles and finishes in an easy-to-install, durable, and water-resistant format. You know, today you see a lot of designers showcasing a blended finish flooring, It truly is a unique way to give your space a lot of depth and a lot of style. Now, depending on the wood grain and the stain color family that you choose for this look, you can achieve any style from a modern look to a more rustic style. 
Now, here's a good tip. When creating your own blend, if you're going into a store and you're looking at all the different types of flooring out there, so you're gonna mix and match a couple of different kinds. So what you wanna do when you create that blend is choose the same wood type so that the grain pattern matches. You wanna go for the same plank width and then stick to a single color family. Now, I really like this modern look where you see a lot of grays or richer, dark colors for the floor. So if you wanna try that, if you really wanna create a modern blend, try Pergo's Oak in Warm Gray, Cashmere Gray, and Harbor View. That oak family is going to give you that same green pattern overall, and those colors will just blend so beautifully. You're going to love it. And that's today's flooring design tip presented by Pergo Outlast Plus, the only water-resistant laminate that prevents water from seeping into the joints. Pergo's Spill Protect 24 technology creates a watertight surface so spills can be wiped up or will simply evaporate over time. Atlas Plus resists water and ends worries. Available in 19 different colors for $2.79 a square foot at the Home Depot and online at homedepot.com. Coming up next time on The Money Pit, would you like to avoid flooded basements, leaking crawl spaces, slippery sidewalks, and more? Well, then now is the time to get your gutters ready. We'll have some easy tricks of the trade to make sure they're good to go for the leaves that will come on the next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. You live in a money pit. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.